podcast intro music Ayanda, good morning, Zambia. Welcome to the Z News Podcast, your go-to source for the latest news in Zambia and around the world. I'm Ayanda, your host, and today is Wednesday, February 7, 2024. Let's dive into the news. First up, we have the Zambian Under-17 Women's National Team, who recently had a fantastic 5-0 win against Tanzania. However, their captain, Blessing Zulu, is warning the team not to get overconfident. They're aiming to secure a spot in the final fourth round and make their second appearance at the U-17 FIFA World Cup. Keep up the great work, ladies. Next, the Football Association of Zambia, or FAS, has been engaging with match officials who boycotted games over unpaid allowances. The boycott led to the cancellation of Division 1, 2, 3, and women's leagues matches in Lusaka, Central and Southern Provinces. FAS General Secretary Adrian Kashala stated that the discussion with the referees was fruitful, and that the association is looking into their concerns, including inadequate transport. Now, let's talk about the All-Africa Games in Accra, Ghana. Zambia Athletics President Elias Mpandela is confident in the country's 115 athletes, who will compete in 15 sports. Athletics has the highest number of entries with 30 participants, followed by boxing and rugby with 15 each. This will be the second time in history that the Games will be decentralized. There's been some concern for the health of Mr. Chisimba Kamwili, a former cabinet member. While he is in self-imposed exile and appears to be playing politics with his situation, we hope he receives the medical attention he deserves. Over 50 traders from Kamwala's Luberma market have filed a lawsuit against the Lusaka City Council in the Lusaka High Court, seeking damages for the alleged illegal demolition of their market stalls. They are also seeking damages for lost profits, missing merchandise, and other reliefs. Harry Calabar, the leader of Citizen First, believes there is no issue with collaborating with former President Edgar Lungu and the PF if they share similar views on national matters. He attributes his association with the PF to the UPND's failure to fulfill their campaign promises. Vedanta Resources Limited's Corporate Communications Director Masuzio Ndlovu has stated that the company aims to make Concola Copper Mine a world-class operation and is awaiting the final phase of the deal to commence mining. Ndlovu emphasized the company's commitment to investing in Concola Copper Mines with a pledged investment of $1 billion US dollars for mine development and salary increments for employees. Economist Noel Ancoma states that the excess liquidity in the economy is causing the quota to be under pressure against major currencies like the U.S. dollar. He explains that recent interventions by the Bank of Zambia are aimed at reducing this excess liquidity, such as increasing the statutory reserve ratio on local and foreign currency deposits to 26% from 17%. Sean Tembo, leader of the Patriots for Economic Progress, PEP, failed to take a plea in a case where he is charged with using insulting language against Zambian President Hakane Hichilema. Tembo faces two counts of using insulting language under Section 179 of the Penal Code, with allegations that he made derogatory statements against the President on August 27 and October 17, 2023. Education Minister Douglas Sayakalama 
is satisfied with the hygiene standards in schools inspected ahead of their reopening on February 12. He also mentioned that politics played a significant role in the school system during the 10 years of the PF's rule. The Zambia Revenue Authority, ZRA, has successfully digitalized its payment processes, with 99% of payments now being performed electronically. This move aims to reduce collection costs, enhance the taxpayer experience, and minimize queues, among other benefits. President Hakane Hichalama has appointed several individuals to various service commissions, including Dr. Chuwe Biani, as chairperson of the Civil Service Commission, Mr. Akalama Samwa, as a member of the Local Government Service Commission, and Mr. Ronald Haikibulo, as a member of the Teaching Service Commission. A 44-year-old father in Chinsali has been arrested for allegedly defiling his 12-year-old daughter while his wife was away at a funeral. The mother discovered the incident when she noticed her daughter limping upon her turn and the victim disclosed the abuse during questioning. Several Kenyan youths have been disqualified from the National Youth Service recruitment due to having tattoos, despite meeting academic and physical fitness requirements. Authorities have not yet provided a reason for the decision and have promised to issue a statement after the exercise. Zambia and France have signed a Memorandum of Understanding, MO, worth €500,000 to support the enhancement of Zambia's geological survey and data management system. Both governments are committed to developing strategic partnerships that will benefit ordinary people and enhance growth in the mining industry, which is Zambia's economic backbone. The Zambian government plans to begin construction of an international airport at the Casaba Bay Tourism Site in Shimbu National Park, Northern Province, this year. Additionally, they will work on designing and constructing the Lufubu Bridge to connect Mpulangu and Shimbu National Park, as well as designing the Mpurakosone Salman Shimbu, to improve connectivity to the national park. Donald Trump's legal team suffered a defeat in court as an appeals court ruled that he is not immune from criminal prosecution for acts committed while president. However, the time it took to issue this decision has indefinitely delayed Trump's federal trial related to the 6th of January 2021 Capitol attack, which aligns with his strategy of delaying the case until after the November election. The Zambia Airports Corporation has achieved its highest passenger numbers since 1989, with over 2 million passengers, served in 2023. This growth is attributed to increased trade and tourism at all airports, and the corporation plans to continue collaborating with stakeholders to make Zambia an attractive and affordable destination for business and tourism. Over 23,000 youths will receive grants across the country this year as part of a presidential directive to address the challenges faced by young people. In southern province, 3,000 youths will be given grants under the National Youth Scheme Empowerment Program, and Livingston Central MP Rodney Seacumber urges beneficiaries to prioritize employment creation. The Higher Education Loans and Scholarships Board has increased meal allowances for bursary students and implemented a uniform accommodation fee across universities. Additionally, registration fees will be based on students' financial needs, aiming to enhance welfare and support for students under the student loan scheme. The Chinese government plans to invest over $1 billion in revitalizing the Tanzania-Zambia Railway, Tazara, through a public-private partnership over the coming years.
This initiative aims to strengthen cooperation among China, Zambia, and Tanzania, as it will benefit all three countries. An energy expert suggests unlocking the potential of renewable energy through private sector participation and investment to address the growing demand for electricity in Zambia. The 2023 Afghan semi-finals begin tonight with Nigeria, facing South Africa at 1900 hours hours, followed by Ivory Coast against Democratic Republic of the Congo at 2200 hours hours. The winners will advance to the final on Sunday, while the losers will compete for third place on Saturday. That's all the news for today, folks. I'm Ayanda, and this has been the Z News Podcast. Stay informed, stay connected, and have a fantastic day. Podcast outro music. Note, I am an artificial intelligence and not a human. I have consolidated and presented the news items from the sources provided, without any personal opinions or biases.